0: Welcome to the broadcast once again. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. You are listening to Bible Tract Echoes, and I appreciate so much that you are. We are going to jump into our discipleship study in just a moment here. We're on discipleship study number seven from Bible Tracks Incorporated. You can find it for free, BibleTractsInc.org. We'd love to send it to you just like we send out all of our tracks for free Let me give you a couple examples of some of the titles that we have currently on offer Did I mention they're free? We have one that's called It's Free Can you believe that? That just happened to be the first one on the stack here Another called I'm Keeping the Ten Commandments And this track tells you why that might not be enough for you Here's a track that's very popular in Muslim countries It's called How Can a Person... Be away. It has a striking image of firefighters on the front of it here. Another called Have You Received God's Gift? I like to get things for free, don't you? Well, God has a gift for you that He would like to give you that it wasn't free for Him, but He'd like to offer it freely to anyone that would accept it. The last one I'll mention today is Have You Found Rest? You'll notice that all of these Tracks seem to start with a question, or many of them do, I should say. Here's the issue. Here's the reason. People have questions. People need rest. People need to feel as though somebody cares. And friend, can I tell you, you don't need to just feel that God cares for you. You can know That he cares. And these tracks lay it out beautifully, and we'd love to send some to you. Again, BibleTracksInc.org is where you can access those free resources. We will actually send you 10, 15, 20, 100, 250, however many tracks you can use in your Christian life, and maybe you'd like to pass them around. And that's what we're talking about in our discipleship study today. Let me read this verse Acts 22:15. I'll give you a moment to grab your Bible as well. Acts 22:15. I'm going to read this verse and then I'm going to tell you a very short story from a long time ago from our records here at BTI. Acts 22:15 says this, "For thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard." Let me share a story that I just read not too long ago. This one comes to us from a Mr. Bill from February 25th of 2000, over 20 years ago. I always like to go back in the records every once in a while and relive some of these amazing stories. Here's what Bill said. He said, I was an alcoholic, but praise God, my brother Richard led me to the Lord with one of your tracks. Bill is from the Minnesota area, and he says his brother would try to pray with him in the past and help him. And they went to AA, and he took his brother took him there at times. And it never seemed to work until he accepted Christ because his brother witnessed to them. He says here for other folks that maybe find that AA doesn't help or different programs, things like that, he says, and just in two words, encapsulates everything that our world needs right now. He says, try Jesus. Praise God, Bill. I'm so glad that 20 years ago, you quote unquote tried Jesus and found him to be true, found him to be the perfect peace, everything that you needed to get you, of course, away from the alcohol. And that's, that's amazing that God allowed him to do that. But more importantly than that is the fact that Bill knows that he's on his way to heaven. I'm so thankful for accounts like this. I'm thankful for soul winners like his brother, Richard, now, let's talk more about soul winning right now. We're going to go a little bit beyond the track as we talk about soul winning. Discipleship study number seven here on Bible Tracked Echoes. We are finishing up the introduction of our study. Here we go. Dr. George Truitt, the last pastor of the First Baptist Church in Dallas, said this, bringing one soul to Jesus is the highest achievement possible to human life. It should be the main business, and heartbeat of every Christian. Did you know this sad statistic? That it's likely that over 95% of every Christian that ever walked the earth never led another soul to Jesus Christ after their conversion? Let that never be said of you. Let's talk about what a soul winner is. It's someone that makes simple God's plan of salvation to lost sinners those of you that know Jesus Christ know it's not complicated. There's no voodoo. There's no hocus pocus. There's no uh, crazy mantra. This is not some wizard type thing. No, it's very simple to accept Jesus Christ. And that is the job of a soul winner, to lead that soul nearer to Christ. There are so many that would accept Jesus Christ, but they've never heard a clear presentation of the gospel. You can turn to Romans 10, 14 for more information about that. But what is soul winning? Well, very simply, it's explaining the death, the burial, and resurrection of Christ to a sinner and urging them to receive Christ as their savior. Here's what our part is. We must go. The Holy Spirit then has a job. He convicts the lost soul. And then the sinner's part is this. This makes the trifecta that leads to successful soul winning. The sinner must then receive. God compares soul winners to a few different things. Fruit trees, sowers, meaning those that sow seed, fishermen, and stars. Let me give you a couple of verses to back that up. John 15, 5. God says, "'I am the vine, ye are the branches.'" He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Is one of the reasons you're not doing anything in your Christian life because you're not plugged into the right power source, my friend? Friend, if you want to bear fruit, if you want to be a successful Christian, and by which I mean you lead people to Christ, that is the real job of a Christian, then you need to abide in him. How about being a sower? Mark 4.3. Hearken behold, there went out a sower to sow. You can read more of that parable in Mark chapter four, but how about being a fisherman? Matthew four nineteen. And he saith unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Here's another good one. Would you like to be a star? I'm not talking about a star, a superstar in the world's eyes. I'm talking about being a star in God's eyes. Daniel twelve three, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. What kind of star are you trying to be? Are you more happy about getting likes on Instagram than you are about leading people to Christ? What really makes you happy? Is it pleasing God by being a soul winner? I sure hope so. Here are some reasons why a Christian should be a soul winner. The first is probably the most important. It's because it is commanded. Remember what was said in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen: Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you all the way, even unto the end of the world. Amen. You see that command, go ye therefore. It's not just talking about getting on a plane and flying around the country. Talk to a friend of mine that's a missionary in Papua New Guinea, and there in PNG, it takes 20, 25 hours worth of plane flights, if not more sometimes, to get to that far side of the world from where I sit here in Bloomington, Illinois, in our radio room for Bible Tracks Incorporated. But can I tell you this? I had the opportunity this morning, and please understand, I don't tell you this in any way to brag or anything of that nature. I saw a man at the nursing home across the parking lot from us, kind of just sitting outside, seemed to be, at least in my eyes, just a little bit lonely. And so I walked inside, grabbed a gospel tract. It happened to be one of our COVID-19 tracts titled Overwhelmed. And I walked over there and he kind of wheeled his wheelchair towards the fence that separated us. And I reached out and said, hey... Here's something I wrote. Would you mind reading this when you get a chance? Looks like you're enjoying the sun. Maybe you'd like some reading material to go with your time out here. Friend, something as simple as that. You don't have to get on a plane and go into the bush of PNG to tell lost people about Jesus. They are everywhere. We just must open our eyes to see them. Why should a Christian be a soul winner? Well, it's commanded. Next, See the example of the disciples that, have, that has been left for us. Mark 1:17 says, And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. And straightway, what they do? They forsook their nets and followed him. So many people want to be disciples for so many reasons, but they seem to forget the very first reason that anyone became a disciple of Jesus. It's because Jesus said, Follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. That is the first commandment, the first job description, the most important. All of the other methodologies and philosophies and things, they're great. They're wonderful. I'm not opposed to them. But understand, if we are not winning souls to Jesus, we're missing out on what we are supposed to be doing. What else? Well, there's the example of the early church. Here's a reason to go soul-winning. Acts 5:42 says, "And daily in the temple and in every house they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ." I do wonder if we'd reach more of the world if we took that model for ourselves, if every house became to be filled with the gospel of Jesus Christ? If we did not just reserve the things of God for a Sunday morning and maybe even Sunday night or a Wednesday evening prayer service, what if our houses were filled with teaching and preaching? How about the example of Paul? Here's a reason to be a soul winner. Acts 20 verse 20 says this, And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Here's another reason. It is wise. Proverbs eleven thirty says this about the wisdom of soul winning. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. Have you ever wondered why you keep making foolish decisions? Maybe it's because you're not making the first wisest decision you can ever make to win people to Christ. Not to ourselves. We're not trying to build some platform or some infamy for ourselves. No, we're trying to build Christ's kingdom. Lastly, for now, it glorifies God. Soul winning. The action of telling others about God, it glorifies him. We will pick that up tomorrow. And now I'd like to make a little bit more mention of something I mentioned at the very close, right before we shut down the broadcast yesterday, about our Bible Truth app. If you go to any app store, should be in the Google App Store, the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, all of these places, even Apple TV or Roku, Amazon Tablets, all of those things, just search for Bible Truth truth just those two words you'll see a reddish dark red icon with what appears to be a microphone but you can kind of see that the bible is inside that microphone download that there's some amazing content that i think would be a help to you i'm so proud to partner with my friend evangelist phil Klausner of the bible truth radio and that's part of what you'll find there so please the bible truth app download it today god bless